Zach Bagans, a household name for lovers of the paranormal. With Ghost Adventures in its 23rd season, along with having his own haunted museum, he's made quite the name for himself. He's opened up the world to a new side of paranormal activity and garnered hundreds of thousands of fans. With the home museum made to showcase some of the world's most haunted items, you might wonder how he isn't haunted himself. Or maybe he already is. This week is Zach Bagans, Alyssa's favorite cowboy. Welcome to the Ghastly Gals. I'm Justina. I'm Alyssa. Zach Bagans is a man of many trades. He's an actor, paranormal investigator, television personality, museum operator, and an author, which I'm going to be real with you right now. I don't know how he's considered an actor. I mean, if you low-key watch Ghost Adventures, I can kind of see. <laughs> I was going to say. Because <laughs> sometimes he's a little extra. But I didn't know he was an author, either. He, But apparently He's he a man is. of many trades, I guess. Yeah, he is. And we can't forget that he's a five-star cowboy. I was going to say, add cowboy to that list. Zach was born on April 5th, 1997, and raised in Glen Ellen, Illinois, which, by the way, he's, what, like, 43? And have you seen his face? Do you think he gets Botox? <laughs> I don't know. Now I need to Google a picture of him. Because I really feel like he does because he's older than mom. Zach was the second child. He has an older sister named Meredith. And his mom and his dad got divorced. But once his mother got remarried, she had two more children named Sky and Phil. And let me tell you, that took a long time to find out. What about his whole, like, backstory? Yeah. So, in high school, he was a history enthusiast. and I'm not shocked. (laughs) Yeah, he was a... A history enthusiast, and after graduating, he started attending the Motion Picture Institute of Michigan to learn filmmaking. Zach was very interested in making documentary films and moved to Vegas to make that dream a reality. Zach struggled and worked many different jobs as a wedding disc jockey to make ends meet. Which I feel like is a bougie way of saying you're DJ. They're like, so what do you do for work? He like flips his hair. He's like, I'm a disc jockey. And they're like, a DJ? And he's like, no, I'm a disc jockey. No, a disc jockey? (laughs) I'd be like, okay, Chad. (laughs) Zach says that he wanted to prove the existence of ghosts. Oh, wait, little tidbit. I'm just, I'm going to say that after. I don't know when he had this girlfriend, but apparently he had a girlfriend that died. And I didn't know that because when I was, like, trying to research Mm -hmm. him, I saw, you know, when it's the other searches of Google, it said something along the lines of, who was Zach Bagan's ex that died? And I was like, what? And I clicked, and I guess she died of liver failure, because I think she had a bad drinking problem. That sucks. Yeah. Zach says that he wanted to prove the existence of ghosts after having his own experience in his apartment in Michigan. Every night at around 3 a.m., he would be woken 
up by a woman calling out his name. Dude, imagine you're just sleeping and you just hear, Justina. I would like, literally just like close my ears and roll back over. I'd like look at the time just, and be like, are you just fucking slowly, kidding me? Dude, you just do it slowly. You're like, <laughs> like wrap my pillow around my head and just be like, have you seen the time, bitch? On the sixth night, he felt someone on his back making him unable to move, which kind of sounds like sleep paralysis Mm -hmm. to me, but it's not sleep paralysis. I mean, I don't understand why it wouldn't let him move, but it kind of reminded me of sleep paralysis because the pressure on the chest. And When he got up, he saw a figure shoot across his bed, so he ran out into the parking lot. Into the parking lot? What he you- just got the fuck out of his apartment? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I feel like I would do that too, but at the same time, I'm also kind of a bitch, so I feel like I wouldn't run all the way out to the parking lot, because my fat ass could never. <laughs> my first thought would be, Jeff didn't lock the back door, and now we're about to be murdered. Well, I feel like I've had sleep paralysis so many times that I just assume it was ghosts. So he left the apartment officially, like he moved out, he was already gone. But it says that he went back. I don't exactly know why, probably just because he had that experience mm-hmm. and he went back for something just to maybe see it one yeah. last time. And the maintenance man was renovating the apartment and actually told him that before he even moved into his apartment there was a woman across the street that lived in a penthouse that committed suicide in the bathtub at 3 a.m but i also feel like if she was across the street and committed suicide in her penthouse, why would she go over to Zach Bagan's apartment? And why does this maintenance man know the exact time that she killed herself? At I exactly just, three in the morning. Why? How couldn't Zach have heard about that if it was before? I have no idea. So I don't know. That's just what that's what it says, mm-hmm. though. And I'm not going to discredit yeah. him because this is what made him want to go. And create ghost yeah, adventures. Yeah, it's like uh, Ryan Bergara in the bathroom of the Queen Mary with the toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel. Like, I'm shade in this situation. <laughs> His experience pushed him to find a team to go with him to make a documentary. He set out on a three-week expedition to historic mining towns in Nevada, accompanied by investigator Nick Groff and equipment technician Aaron Goodwin. Have you watched any episodes with Nick in it? I've only seen one episode of Ghost Adventures in my life, and it's the one wow. that was on the Eastern State Pen. That's the only one. And it was like from like season like three. So I don't Oh, season three? Season then I think Nick ago. was still there. Yeah. I don't know. I think the show's kinda like cheesy. I prefer Ghost Hunters, so or Ghost yeah, Nation. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> well, Ghost Hunters got taken over by jerk butt face i don't remember his name grant <laughs> i think that is his name is jerk it? butt face his face yes <laughs> that's his legal name yeah it's no grant wilson that's what it is i like jason hawes better 
I like that team better, so I watch Ghost Nation. So, yeah, Nick is already off the show, but Aaron is still there. I love him. He cracks me up. There was an episode... Crap, I forget the exact name, but it was this old lady who would have tenants in her house and she would kill them and she was super old i forget what her name is i'll okay but that sounds super interesting i need to know more about this case (laughs) uh you need to watch that episode because it's so funny there's this one part where he's walking through i think it's like the living room Mm -hmm. or something and i think it's a plant and it scares the absolute fucking shit out of him like he screams so loud he has a meltdown okay, why is that freaks me? the fuck out and it's so funny it's literally the funniest thing ever he i just think erin cracks me up like he gets scared so me. easily and i like feel bad because if you watch the show zach just kind of forces erin to do mm-hmm. stuff and erin's like i don't really know if i can do this man and zach's just sitting there and he's he goes Oh, well, I'm not going to do it, so you have to. And he'll leave. And I, <laughs> He's like, well, this is He's my show, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really love this show, though. It cracks me up. I love Aaron. He's literally my favorite. Other... Just don't tell Zach that. Because Zach's my favorite cowboy, but Aaron's my favorite on the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> During the first two weeks, Nick and Aaron were beginning to lose hope, as they were only catching unexplained lights and small noises. But once they entered Virginia City, reportedly one of the most haunted cities in the U.S., nothing could have prepared them for the events that were about to transpire. A side note, I'm going to be really honest. When I was going through this, they went to, I want to say, like, two or three different Mm -hmm. places for this. But the other two didn't really, weren't that interesting in Virginia City. So I only really talked about what the first place yeah. they went to because the rest, after this one, I was just like, I don't really yeah, care. The team stayed at the Silver Queen Hotel, haunted by an aggressive ghost of a prostitute who committed suicide in room 11 by slitting her wrists in a bathtub, which Jesus. I thought was kind of a crazy connection because the maintenance guy said that the lady killed herself in the bathtub. Mm. Isn't that, that weird? Is weird. Like, so what a coincidence. His first, yeah. Yeah, the push that made him want to do this, and then that's the first real, technically, yeah. evidence that they have from that night, and it's that. I thought that was kind of crazy. Zach booked room 11, as it is rumored whoever stays there leaves in the middle of the night because of what they experience. The hotel manager, Darlene was telling other customers that the entity wasn't evil at all and was actually friendly. And she told Zach over the phone that that wasn't the case. And it made Zach really frustrated because you're trying to make a film Mm -hmm. and the manager is telling all these other people, no, the ghost is wicked friendly, like doesn't harm people. It's fine. It's cool. And she turns around and tells Zach, oh, yeah, that thing's vicious, bro. (laughs) Like, that thing's crazy. And obviously that's kind of annoying because it's so easy to discredit Mm -hmm. her because people could just be like... flip-flopping. Yeah, so I'd be kind of annoyed, too. I'd be like, 
Bitch, just tell the fucking truth or I'll stab you. Okay, no. <laughs> For legal reasons, that was definitely not I a just, joke. <laughs> I just want to protect my boy, Zach. My, my cowboy. You better tag him in this episode, and I hope he hears that part. He's just going to hear me saying that he's my favorite cowboy every five minutes. <laughs> and he's then like, he's going to DM me and be like, I'm not a cowboy, thanks, so. though. he's going to block you. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally cry if Zach Bagans ever blocked me. Oh my I don't God. know what I'd do. So Zach sleeps in Room Eleven's bathtub, which I think is kind of I don't know why, he, dude. Because she killed herself I in the bathtub, so he's like, okay, let's just no, go I understand it. why, I, but I just can't imagine. I mean, yeah, I kind of can't imagine sleeping in a bathtub, but it's not that comfortable. You gotta do what you gotta do for the gram. Yeah, apparently. So, Zach slept in the bathtub while Nick slept in the bed. And Aaron slept in the van outside. He didn't want to go inside? (laughs) I just don't think they let him. Okay. Because I haven't watched this, because this is the original. This isn't even the Uh, show. Yeah, this is... This is the documentary film they made. That they made made before Ghost Adventures. Before. Yeah. And I've only watched it once, and it was when I first started Ghost Adventures, so God even knows how long ago that was. At 4 a.m., Zach tells his camera about how he's hearing noises, like a loud banging on the wall right next to him, and the noise of the tub filling up even though the faucet was turned off. So, obviously, there's no water running. He's literally inside of the bathtub, so he noticed. (laughs) And... There's a banging right next to his head. So he wakes up from it and tells the camera. And then he eventually falls back asleep. Nick says he is awoken by noises at the end of his bed and points the camera to where the noises are coming from. That's when he captures an unexplained mist appearing and disappearing in front of the closed door, along with knocks coming in the forms of threes. Which, we all know that kind of low-key screams demons. That high-key screams demons. (laughs) Like, that high-key is like, demons! Yeah, I I was kind of like, oh, Nox, that's kind of weird. But then I saw... In threes. In forms of three, I was like, okay. Um, They went to a few places afterwards and made Ghost Adventures, the original document documentary i am awful at pronunciating things but also this can be called other stuff Mm -hmm. too it has like three different names but it was aired on sci-fi in 2007 and it turned into the full show on travel channel in 2008 so they saw it and they were basically like that's fucking dope. That's definitely turn what it they into said. A show. They're sitting in the boardroom <laughs> and they show all the other board members and they're like, you know what I think? This shit's lit. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The show is still up and running today with 23 seasons, which is insane. And is actually going through some mini-sodes, which are very intense what do you mean? Uh, okay, so these minisodes, I was reading, he, Zach tweeted, I think it was yesterday, about 
the Dybbuk box and the Conjuring 3. I'm going to get more into this later, but he has an item from the Conjuring 3 that, like, inspired oh, it. Oh, I was like, from the movie set? <laughs> no, he has something that, from the actual yeah. house. Um, and these mini-sodes are for quarantine, all, like, the most haunted stuff oh, he I has, think, if that Yeah, makes sense. I was gonna say, I think you told me about this. Like, the this. most cursed items mm-hmm. he has. Zach opened his museum in Las Vegas in 2017, but before he opened the museum to the public, Zach and his team showed the world a sneak peek inside on Ghost Adventures, where they stayed overnight inside the building. I didn't realize it was that And recent. they did... Like, 2017? Yeah, well, yeah, because in 2016 was when they um, made the episode for it, and it wasn't open to the public yet. He was still getting yeah. all of his stuff, and then I think it was right around the time he was going to open it, or had just recently opened it or something, he did the Halloween live mm-hmm. And he was supposed to open the Dybbuk box and everything. But he was supposed to... I think it was after the whole Post Malone thing happened. Yeah, it was It was after the whole Post Why Malone thing Why would he try happened. to open the box after the whole Post Malone thing? So that's why it was this huge thing. Because everyone was like, dude, what the heck? He didn't end up opening it, yeah. though, obviously. Because during it... um. He kept saying that he was getting basically really bad, like really bad vibes, and he decided not to yeah. open it. But it was this huge thing because everyone was like, "He's gonna open it tonight. He's gonna open it tonight." Because people were talking about it for days, and then he didn't, and it was this huge thing. Everyone was pissed. Yeah, it's and a good he, way to get views. I'll say that. Yeah. So, unfortunately, he didn't open it, but. Yeah, they showed everything. It's a really good episode because it really gets in depth about the history of the house. And the museum only allows entries to those 16 and older and you need an ID to get in. You, like, literally need to prove your age. And you need to sign a waiver. So, if you're under 18, obviously you're a minor, so you have to be accompanied by a parent. And there are over 30 rooms you can go into. It's crazy. Yeah, right? So the most, the few most famous rooms, these are the ones that are the most popular. Mm-hmm. Like the most... Quote unquote popular. Haunted, yeah, yeah popular ones. So that they're actually listed on the website if you click... On something, it'll be like a sneak peek, and then it just says the rooms, like yeah. these most popular rooms. So the most famous ones are Peggy the Doll, the Devil's Rocking Chair, the Funeral, which you probably don't even know what that is, and I, you're gonna be shook when I tell you. I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce this right. Lugosi's Mirror. I can never pronounce it. I've I watched. Mm-hmm them pronounce it and i still can't say it it's a struggle let me tell you (laughs) yeah the cauldron and jack's van and also the dybbuk box is a huge thing everyone knows he has it 
but we already talked about that. So if you didn't know, we do have an episode on it. If you haven't listened to it, I suggest that you should, because we talked about the whole Post Malone thing there, too. Now, we're going to talk about the rooms that I just mentioned, and the rooms are obviously very popular because they have very famous items in them. So, if you haven't heard of these, you probably live under a rock. Burned. To you, because I remember a while ago, you were like, like, who? Peggy the doll. (laughs) And I was like, Frank, you don't know who Peggy Listen, the doll is. I got a lot, of, a lot of things up in my brain. Actually, I didn't go into too much detail about each and every thing that I'm going to talk about for all the items in these rooms because I wanted this to focus more on Zach and his museum yeah. rather than and, everything and in there. most of those things so if you guys can probably yeah. have their own episode too. So Yeah, so if you guys want to hear about all of these different items that I'm going to be talking Stay about. Stay tuned. We can definitely make episodes if you guys want to hear Maybe them. So for let the us Patreon. know. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. So first we're gonna talk about Peggy. Peggy is a doll that looks seemingly normal, and the thing is is that she's actually possessed, if you didn't know. The previous owner gave her to someone else because she was having dreams. That she was like, fuck this. She was like, I fucking take this doll away. So there was an interview. They're interviewing a doll. So can you really call it an interview? It was recorded footage of them basically interviewing Peggy, trying to get her to talk or do something, like the entity, obviously. It was uploaded onto the internet and it blew up into this huge thing because everyone was like, oh my god, and it turned into an even bigger thing because once the doll was uploaded onto the internet, many problems arose for people. There were many cases of people having chest pains, nausea, and headaches after looking at pictures and video of Peggy. So even just looking at her picture, people would get really bad chest pains or feel really nauseous. Obviously, people were were freaking out. That's crazy. Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Some even say that they were called visions of mental institutions combined with intense anxiety. Yeah. And one even, one person even claimed that Peggy had given her a heart attack. So, imagine looking at a picture of Peggy or watching the interview video and you have a heart attack. That's how crazy it was. People were already having chest pains and feeling nauseous and having visions and a intense feeling of anxiety and then now this person has a heart attack. But did they a- actually have a heart attack from Peggy or was it like stress induced? That's what they claimed. Okay. That's crazy. When you go to the museum, you have to greet her, and you have to be very respectful towards her. And once you leave, you have to say goodbye, because she doesn't take kindly to people being disrespectful. Oh, yeah. So, the the guides will tell you before you even enter the room, you need to say hi to her, and you need to be very nice, and don't taunt her or anything, because she gets very angry, 
and people, stuff will happen to people. They have really bad feelings of anxiety or they'll get really dizzy and have pain somewhere. So they will tell you to greet her and say goodbye to her and while you're in there to be very respectful. Yeah, that's Peggy the Doll. We can, again, make episodes about each of these and go more in depth in them because I didn't really go too much in depth of them. And the next room we're going to talk about is the funeral room. This room is called the funeral room. Can you guess why it's called the funeral? Uh, because people dead. I have no idea. (laughs) This room is dedicated to none other than Charles Manson. What? (laughs) So, (laughs) I wanted to see your reaction so bad. In this room is a collection of Manson's personal belongings, like his hospital gown that he died in. And it has a painting, wait for this, right? Made with Manson's ashes and bone fragments. So this room is to represent Manson's funeral. Okay, first off, we should not give a fuck about Charles Manson. And second off- That's true. (laughs) <laughs> who did that to his ashes and his bones? Did, was that part of saying. his will? I mean, he was pretty crazy, so he might have written it was, in the will. That's what and I was going like, to say. Is when he was kind of when bonkers, I die, so. I need people. He he was a little <laughs> shithead, dude. He was like four feet tall. I would have yeah, squished him so. like a bug. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd love to see that. No, Trin would squish him like a bug. Trin's like how tall? Oh, 100%. Trin's probably got like a foot on him. This girl at my work literally asked me, she was like, is your sister really tall? (laughs) And I go, yeah, why? And she goes, because I was at her work and I saw her and I thought, there's no way that's Alyssa's sister. Alyssa's really short. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, that's my sister. Yeah, it goes short, Alyssa, and then it's me in the middle and then Trent's taller than me. (laughs) So ridiculous. I don't understand. (laughs) So, even though this room had just opened up within the fa- the past few months, it's already caused a few problems for visitors. And one woman said, this is what Zach said, because apparently from security, I'm assuming it's from security footage, um, there's a video where she leans over to look at the nightgown and stuff, right? And... She kind of made a remark. Um like about here, Charles Manson. Me... Yeah, like he like like she was talking to him. Was she talking shit or was she talking to him? She was talking like to oh, him. Oh, I would have talked shit. I would have been like, you short little motherfucker. Like <laughs> <laughs> Dude, honestly though. So okay. So it says she bent over to view Manson's bone fragments and gown, and she made a comment directly to Manson saying, quote, good on you, man. For for what I need to I need to find this woman and speak to her. <laughs> like, I have some questions. I don't know why she said that, but that's the comment she made. What happened to her? 
So once the woman said that, she went to go turn away and, quote, upon turning away, she felt something stab her in the stomach and had to be taken out of the museum where she was very affected. End quote. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> uh, good on you, man. Get stabbed. <laughs> I'm just trying to, like, piece it together. I hate Charles Manson. So I still want to know who made that painting of I just, his body parts. That's literally so weird. That's what I'm going to tell our. That's what I'm going to tell my kids to do, and I fully expect Bryson to have this giant ass painting of like my body parts hung above his mantle, and people are like, "That's a weird painting. What is that?" He's like, "Oh, that's my mother's body parts. That's my mom's ashes and crumbled up bones." <laughs> Ugh, gross. Yeah. So that's the funeral Thanks, room, and it. obviously at some point we'll talk about Charles Manson. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> so next, we all know Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes. I love them. I love that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I can tell. Zach now has a rocking chair from Ed and Lorraine's museum. It inspired the movie The Conjuring 3 and is nicknamed The Devil's Rocking Chair. Which... I want to know how it got that nickname. I want to know... Yeah, I was just going to say, is there a devil who sits in this rocking chair? Like, does it move on its own? Like, what's the history behind this chair? It's just hella haunted? Couldn't tell you. Just haunted? <laughs> I just know it was part of Ed and Lorraine's museum. Zach actually had to shut down the exhibit. Like, this is the first exhibit he's ever had to shut down before. It was due to the effects that people were having because he's this museum's been open for like a couple years now. He's never had to crazy stuff happens, even Peggy the doll, right? In the Dybbuk box, he's never had to shut any of these down. But he brings this into his museum, and now this is the first exhibit he has to close. That's so you can't even like see it anymore. He had to take it out of the museum, or he just doesn't let people in there. He just closed it down for now. I don't know if it's reopened, but he's like, maybe they'll be less haunted (laughs) next time I open it. (laughs) If he's a demon himself, he's probably making a deal with the demon in the chair, being like, "Listen, guy." He sits in another rocking chair, crosses his cowboy outfit, and is like crosses his legs and puts his hands on top and is like, okay, so listen. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna need you to tone it down. <laughs> Bagan said, quote, six people all shared the same disturbing, uncontrollable crying during the short time I opened the exhibit. One of them being a guest who also collapsed directly above the devil's rocking chair on the stairs. End quote. Jesus. This yeah. just makes me want to go to this and place even less. No, it makes me want to go <laughs> even more, bro. I'm like, fuck damn, make me pass out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Zach said that it even went as far as affecting him at home. So even if you search Zach Bagans right now, they're actually talking about... I, I didn't read it, mm. obviously, but I think it said something about him being sick after... Because yeah. of this, I don't know, but he had to close it down because it's just getting wild up in here and it followed him home, basically. And it, he said, quote, me and a friend 
felt an evil presence move between us as we were sitting down in my living room, which then caused my dogs to growl. I then became very affected, began speaking strange things about God and Satan with my head down, and then my friend began to cry uncontrollably and literally ran out of my house. End quote. I have no comments. You want to know how much he bought this for? $67,000. Man, those Warren kids better be taking care of their parents' shit because Ed and Lorraine are both dead now. Mm-hmm. And they I did know. some legendary work, so they better not just be selling off all their parents' shit. Yeah. He bought that for $67,000, bro? Well, I'm like, okay, can you pay off my two car loans, please? <laughs> Honestly. Pay my college tuition. You're my favorite cowboy. Please pay all of my credit card debt. <laughs> That's what I would ask for. Now, what is the cauldron, you ask? <laughs> no one asked that, but I'm going to pretend to I did. did. What's the cauldron? Lay it on me. <laughs> it was Ed... Gines, I think. Oh it's my pronounced. god, he's it was crazy. We gotta talk about him. Yeah. But it was his cauldron and it contained human remains. So it had blood and guts and stuff. Zach has that. And Thanks, I hate it. It's <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Zach bought it from an auction. I feel like this should be worth more. You wanna know how much he bought this for? Five hundred bucks. No, no, that's way oh, less. Okay, go ahead. Than <laughs> um, he bought it for two thousand eight hundred dollars, oh. which I feel like is really yeah. cheap. Like I feel like also because we just talked about the fact that he spent sixty-seven thousand yeah. dollars, uh. and that Dybbuk box didn't he spend like what was it some like ten thousand dollars or something for it? So two thousand eight hundred is pretty cheap for that. Dan, a man who actually owned the cauldron before, because I guess his grandmother bought it or got it from somewhere and used it as a flower pot. Why do people enjoy <laughs> having murderbilia or whatever the hell it's called? It's it, it like glorifies like, ooh, I own something that John Wayne Gacy painted. It's like, why do you want that? that like, these people are monsters. You know what I mean? Like, why mm-hmm. would you want something that they personally touched and like, ugh. Dan said that he believes that there was a dark energy from the cauldron that may have been dormant when sitting in the garage for so long. But once it was being prepared for auctioned, it reawakened he this is just his words because obviously he doesn't have this anymore although there haven't been too many problems in the museum with this it is said that dan experienced a mysterious illness disruption of electronics and other weird occurrences when the cauldron was mentioned and he said whenever he was around it he would have a feeling of unease, dizziness, and anxiety. Again, it's in the museum for everyone mm-hmm. to go and see. But he actually said that he kind of wished that he kept it and didn't Why? have it auctioned off. I don't know. He said 
quote, basically, he wishes he just kept it as a flower pot instead of showing giving it to someone. That's weird. And I guess glorifying it. Yeah, or- I don't know. I think we should just take everything and bury it in the woods. That's what I think. Light it up. Light it on fire, bro. If you own any any items or anything that's ever belonged to a, to a murderer, let us know. Or haunted. You got a haunted doll, bitch. Light that shit up. <laughs> Don't, because then they get mad. It's like when you throw a Ouija board in the trash, they just come back. Dude, I don't give a... How are you going to return a burnt-ass doll? It's burned to ashes, Dude, it's a bitch. demon. They'll just bring it back. Like, what do you mean? It's burned to ashes. You think they're going to reincarnate it and put it on your front doorstep? If it's a powerful devil, then hell yeah, girl. Oh, my God. They, I don't think they're that powerful. Well, listen. They literally live in the flames of hell. I don't think, like, a nice little fire in the backyard is going to stop like, them. That was tasty. Thank you. <laughs> Next, we're going to talk about Jack's van, which... When I come to this museum, by the way, I am going to sit down and record an episode and review this whole entire museum for you guys. I'm literally going to be in there with Justina taking notes on a little notepad. And I'm going to be, like, shitting my pants. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Jack's van, which was bought... You want to know how much this is bought for? Tell me, because I'm terrible at guessing prices. (laughs) $32,500. Is it an actual van? This rusty 1968 Volkswagen van was owned by Dr. I'm definitely going to butcher this. Kevorkian, I think. (laughs) So he was a man who lived out of his van. Again, we'll go more in depth at some point. But he lived out of the van and used this van to carry out it's estimated around 130 assisted suicides what so he would try like live out of his van and help basically assist people kill themselves in his van so i read that the first victim was i think she was like 54 and she got i think it was cancer And he helped her kill herself. What are the legal repercussions of this? Because this is why Zach owns it. Because a lot of people died in it. And he obviously got in trouble for this for helping kill people. Like, he killed people, basically. I'm going to have to look more into this. Okay, yeah, continue. Yeah, because I want to do an... Like, I didn't want to talk too much about it. That's... I'm trying to keep it, like, as short as possible. Because I want to do, like, full episodes on it. So I don't want to repeat a bunch of stuff, you know. I remember when I first heard about this because I didn't know about it. And I think it was during the Ghost Adventures episode where he showed it. And the person he was showing around was like, is this it? And was super hyped to see it. And I saw it. And I was sitting there and I was like, I don't even know who that is. And I was confused. But yeah, he was a doctor that basically helped kill a bunch of people, so... Nothing too crazy really happens with this, as far as I know, when you're in the museum. Just, like, the cauldron, Mm. like, nothing super bad happens. Lastly, if you agree that mirrors are bad news, then don't look into this mirror. (laughs) Okay. This is Bella Lugosi, 
Again, can't pronounce it. I'm bad at pronouncing names mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, or it's nicknamed the Cursed Mirror. It's covered by a thick black curtain that won't be drawn unless you go to look into it. So it's covered at all That's times. A good idea. And yeah, the room itself is kind of creepy because along with the mirror hanging on the wall, there are multiple paintings, like creepy paintings, along with the famous crying boy painting. Do you know what that is? I'm pretty sure BuzzFeed talked about it one time. Maybe? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. This painting is known to be cursed by... It's because everyone who owned the painting, basically, um, a mysterious fire would spread in their house. So anyone who owned it, a fire would start. Okay. And... It would burn everything except for the painting. That's scary. Yeah. That's hanging in there with it, which is already kind of uncomfortable because I don't even know why he would want that in his museum. What if it, it just if caught it on fire the whole one day? museum down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I didn't want to talk too much about this because I feel like if I really said why this mirror was considered cursed, it kind of did I don't know, expose the whole thing, kind of, like, explain everything, so. Basically, it's believed to be turned into a portal when he tried to contact his dead wife, which, by the way, I read that this dude was married, like, five different times. Yeah, he had, like, five wives throughout his life before he died, which I thought was kind of crazy. When looked into the mirror, it said that people get physically sick and they even have to go to the hospital. So, kind of like Peggy mm-hmm. and... Like half of the um, fucking items in his place at this yeah, point. Yeah, half of the items. Yeah, he literally has... Zach has, like, with... I don't know if you've ever looked at pictures of Peggy in the museum, but there's dolls all around her, too. That's fucking scary. And... When he first opened it, he had a whole doll room. I don't know if it's still like that, but it's crazy. Like, that place is so scary, bro. Yeah, basically half of the stuff in this museum will make you, could possibly make you get physically sick. That's why you need to be 16 or older or, and like, sign a waiver and stuff. Yeah, I didn't want to talk too much about all the items in the museum because again we'll go over them in individual episodes if you guys want but that was sack in his museum sack's known as the host of ghost adventures and his show is still going strong many things are left unanswered but one thing is certain he will always be my number one cowboy i was gonna say are you gonna say he'll be your cowboy I told you you'd like that last line, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a uh, it's a good way to end an episode. Yeah, he'll he'll always be my number one cowboy. What can I say? That's freaky. It's crazy that he has that many uh, haunted things in there. Like that's a lot of bad energy to have in one place. Yeah, it's insane. I like kind of want to go, but then I don't at the same time because it's like, well, I don't want to be haunted, but I'd like to see these things that are haunted, you know? I mean, yeah, who wants to be haunted? Uh, Zach, obviously. I mean, like. That's true. Yeah, but that was a good episode. I didn't know about all that, like, 
The only thing I really knew about in his museum was probably like Peggy. I didn't know about all that other stuff. Dude, I was so excited to tell you about the funeral room because I was like, this bitch is going to be shook. I was shook. I, I wish you guys could have seen my face. I know. Sometimes I wish this was visual so you could see our reactions to stuff. I mean, if we ever get popular enough, we can always do like special episodes like on camera. Put it on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. But that's only if you guys want it. Because we live for you. And no other reason. <laughs> that's it. Just, just you guys. Yeah. If you think that Zach Bagans will forever be my number one cowboy, rate his five stars on Apple Podcast. If you also think he should low-key become my sugar daddy and pay off all of my debt and also rate his five stars on Apple Podcast. also think that he's going to listen to this episode and then block Alyssa, Alyssa from his social media. Don't. Well, you can't say rate it because then I won't know if they <laughs> think he's going to block me or become my sugar daddy. So basically, if you like us, rate it either way. Yeah, just do whatever. Whatever. But, like, really rate us five stars on Apple Podcast. <laughs> My baby gorals. <laughs> baby goral. <laughs> and we also just want to thank you guys for all of your support. Every time that you share or follow us on your social media, you tell your friends and family, or you leave us a review, wherever you're listening, you're helping us way more than you even realize. You can find us on Instagram Gasly at Podcast. Or shoot us an email thegaslygals at gmail.com. And we have a Facebook page. It's just Gasly Gals on Facebook. Join it. Tell your friends. Join the discussion. And we have a Twitter as well. <laughs> the handle was supposed to be Gasly Gals, but it seems like for some reason it's, it's Gals Gasly. Yeah. I don't know why. Twitter hates us. We'll try to fix it. <laughs> so until then, you can find us at Gals Gasly. Here, ready? I'll I'll follow Zach Bagans on Twitter. But we also have a Patreon now. We're just Gasly Gals Podcast. If you search us on Pat- Patreon, that's where you'll find us. Uh, you know, we're a small podcast. It's just the two of us. We work hard every week to get this content out for you guys and any little bit of support helps whether it's donating money or sharing us on your social media or giving us a follow or telling your friends everything helps and last but not least because we got a big ending we did have a website having issues we have issues with everything so if you want to see the website where we put all of our sources and we have little tidbits about us and things like that you can find the link on our instagram and our facebook and yeah. we will see you guys next Tuesday for a true crime Alyssa episode. <laughs>